Well, hello, everybody. It is October 2nd, and it's time for Ticket to Rider, the weekly podcast where we talk about all things Ryder Cup and other international competitions in the world of golf. I'm Rich Poland. And this is Stacey Ham. And it was a beautiful day today in, in Portland, Oregon. We, we come to you from every week from Portland, Oregon. And, uh, you know, our, our weather here in Portland does get a bad rap, doesn't it, Stace? It gets a bad, well, I wouldn't say a bad rap. The, the, win, the winters are awful, but the summers are incredibly nice. And today was one of those days where it was 86 degrees out. It was beautiful, Rich. I spent most of the day outside. I got up early this morning, went on like a really long walk all around town to my coffee and just enjoy the weather, did a bunch of stuff. And then I went out to hit balls for practice for two hours. I got some good practice in. Swing's nice. looking good these days. Nice. Um, not math and wolf like, but it's looking good. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we both come from the East Coast. I I grew up in the Washington D.C. area. You grew up uh, in North Carolina, and one of the things about the East Coast for for people who don't live there is, although the overall heat is the same, the heat index and humidity is so much greater on the West Coast. We really don't have a lot of humidity here. That's correct. Not a lot of humidity. And by the way, Florida's strong. We don't have a lot of bad storms either. Oh my gosh. Just, I mean, just, Rich, I've never, I mean, you've been to those areas, Fort Myers, and you've been down to the Keys. Man, I can't believe that Fort Myers. I mean, it looks like everything was washed out. And oh. then, you know, the bad thing, people are like complaining that they didn't get enough warning. I mean, I think that's such a bogus thing to blame the government for not getting enough warning. And then Ron DeSantis was like, well, you know, it's government. We don't, we give people the, they can leave if they want, but we're not making them leave. Well, people, if you know you're not going to survive, you got to leave, right? I mean, nothing's more important than your life. Not the stuff, not a house. Get out of there and go. You know, for people who live in those hurricane areas, and, you know, I've, I've lived in hurricane areas before, you know when the structure you live in has category, you know, three or category four capabilities of surviving. And if it doesn't, you need to leave. Uh, it's, 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 as, it's as simple as that. It's very simple. And then half these people don't even have flood insurance. They're like, hurt all this insurance, and I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, and then they're blaming the government for, like, the uh, weather, government. We, don't, we, didn't give you, we didn't have enough warning to leave. I mean, they talked about this thing a week in advance, Rich. They were like, hey, it's coming. We need to get out. We think it's going to go through the Tampa area, but we're not sure where it's going to go. They knew they were all in exposed areas and people did leave, but now they're blamed. You know, people just need someone to blame, I guess. But I feel sorry for those poor folks, and I hope, you know, uh, you know, I hope things work out for them. But I know Ron DeSantis was talking yesterday. He goes, we have people, even people from Oregon are here helping. So it's a shout-out to Oregon, and thanks for the great people, from the, the good people from the great state of Oregon who are out there helping in, in Florida. Well, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, those scenes are those scenes are just horrific and you know, uh, I've the, the worst hurricanes I've lived through. I can remember. I remember. I can remember as a kid, uh, Hurricane Agnes came through D.C. and did a lot of damage to our house, as well as all through D.C. 
And then I can remember, I, I don't remember the name of the hurricane. When I lived in Louisiana, there was a hurricane that came up that brought tornadoes with it that was just horrific in whole areas of Bossier City, which Bossier City is where um, David Toms comes from. It's right across uh, the river from Shreveport. Uh, uh, just where Sam just where Burns demolished. is from as well. I think Sam Burns is from Shreve. I think Hal Sutton and Sam Burns are from Shreveport. And David Toms was from Bossier City, but Bossier it's it's like Vancouver, Washington, and Portland. It's it's just a smaller oh. it's a smaller part of the metropolitan area. Well, yeah. So my heart goes out, but I'm glad things are going to get better. You know, we're we're a great country, and the states are resilient, and people are resilient. So things are going to be okay. Well, and your father's coming next week. I hope uh, we should yeah. get your father on the podcast because he's a golfer. Where, where are you guys going to play? Where where are you guys going to play next? Okay. Week? So Thursday, my dad's coming. We're going to go play at my club, Columbia Edgewater. We're going to play in the afternoon. Uh, and then on Friday, we're going to play at my old club with some of my really good friends, Cal and Mayho Tanabe. We're going to play at Pumpkin Ridge, the Witch Hollow course. I haven't played there in years, but I'm excited to play there. Then on Saturday, I think my dad's, my dad's getting old. So he's like 76. And I think we might give him a little break. Might take him shopping. We're going to catch up with uh, Rich and bring over some barbecue and maybe have a little drink or something. And then we're going to uh, play Sunday with my friend Calamejo at Columbia again. So, yeah, we're going to get like three rounds in. Maybe my dad and I'll play Saturday afternoon, evening. So we'll see. But I intend to uh, play those places and intend to bring uh, my man Rich some pulled pork from the great state of North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have a whole thing on on which is the best, which is the best pork barbecue. And uh, I have to say I am partial to the Carolina barbecue. I like it a little spicy. Uh, the South Carolinians yeah. add a little mustard to it, and that's really good too. But but the Carolina barbecue, North Carolina and South Carolina, uh, is fantastic. Of course, you know the folks from Kansas City and Texas, and you know they'll all they'll all uh, and uh, kind of Tennessee, Kentucky, they all have their barbecue. But but uh, I, I love the Carolina barbecue. Nothing like the Carolina school. Uh, well, yeah, that'll be it, man. So that I'm excited to see my dad. I haven't seen him since uh, last December, but it'll be nice. To catch up with him, hang out with him and all that good stuff. Well, on the, on the podcast today, Stacey, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll just do our, our normal, we'll talk a little bit about what went on in the world of golf this week. This is our third season, uh, which, which is fantastic. I love doing this for, for, for our, you know, our listeners. And I love doing it with you. You're my brother. Uh, and, uh, love doing this every week. Uh, I mean, it's changed a ton, right? It's changed. I mean, you think about the first Ryder cup we did, we started the first year we started. I mean, things were going, they were normal. There's no, I mean, I didn't, we didn't even sniff out lid that that was even down coming down the pipe. We didn't know what was going on. Right now, the third year later into this man, things have changed on the PGA tour, the PP tour and lift with lift coming out. Things have really changed. So. Yeah. I think, I think we, we started it. COVID had already come. It was already into the pandemic. So we had had the, you know, the year when there was no open championship. We started it right before the Masters that Hideki Matsuyama won. Because I remember that was our first big prediction was who was going to win the Masters that year. Uh, and we didn't do it. That means when we did, when Dustin Johnson won that, it was in the. Yeah, we didn't do the, we didn't do Dustin. It was in December, right? Dustin's Masters was in November, I think. Yeah. Okay. And we started in the springtime, uh, you know, knowing that we were going to be going to the Ryder Cup that year. Uh, or know, knowing that we were going to go, yeah, knowing that we were going to the Ryder Cup. And uh, 
yeah, it's been it's been so much fun doing this with you, and and you know, hopefully, as long as we know we can keep going to Ryder Cups, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep yeah. doing this for everybody. Great. So we're, absolutely, what we're gonna do what we're gonna do today as our as our kind of special feature is, I asked Stacy, uh, now that the President's Cup is over and we're in season three, it's now Ryder Cup season, uh, and now the speculation and you could hear it during the President's Cup turns to the Ryder Cup. Who's going to be on the Ryder Cup teams for the European and the American sides uh, in uh, uh, in next year's Ryder Cup and yeah, uh, in like 2023? It. And so we each picked the 12 guys that we think uh, way too early. It's like a mock draft. Uh, the yeah. 12 guys we think are going to be in the Ryder Cup uh, next year for the U S and the European team. And we'll see, we'll see how, you know, whether we came up with the same 12 or, or where we differed. Yeah. I haven't picked them. I picked three alternates for the American team and for the European team, just to oh. make sure I could figure it out. Good, 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 good for you. Yeah. It's got, needs some injury replacements. Yeah. You're going to need some. Yeah. I'll explore something. Well, yeah, but this, anyway, this, this is a good week of golf, huh? Yeah. This is the time of the year where, you know, other than the president's cup, the tournaments on the European tour, on the DP World Tour, actually have sometimes better fields than the PGA Tour. It's kind of unique in that respect. And, of course, this week is uh, one of everybody's favorite tournaments on the DP World Tour, the Dunhill uh, Lynx Classic, uh, because they play at the old course, but they also play at Car Carnoustie. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like the the PGA Pro Am where they play the first three rounds at Spyglass, Cypress, yeah. and and Pebble, and then play the final at Pebble. Uh, on this on the DP Tour, they play the first three rounds at Carnoustie, the old course, and what's what's the and third King, one? King's Barn is a course that's, that's right. King's Barn owned by an American. I went there when I played the I played King's Barns and the old course in Carnoustie, but when I played there, some some um, some shot had taken a. Um, their truck on the first hole and driven all over, like donuts all over, and then even went on to one of the green on number one. Oh I God. don't know if they were mad because it's an American course. Some American owned it, but man, it was really bad when we played there. On the further, they only did it on one hole. Well, that's good. The first hole, yeah, it was really odd, and they they were all so apologetic, but we were like, man, what an asshole to do that. But yeah, what a beautiful course to barn. I tell you, Rich, I really love this tournament. I love all the courses. It was tough because, you know, I, in some ways it's, it's the, the conditions this time of year can be really tough. I saw that one day the conditions at, at St. Andrews were so tough that a guy shot 52 on the back nine, a professional yeah, golfer shot 52. It's, it's because of the wind. It wasn't, you know, anything else. Windy and cold, windy and cold. And I tell you that, I guess that day, the, uh, at the, 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 the pro-ams were not that good. Rory's dad was terrible that day. He said it was just too cold and windy. From a from a Irishman, that's Irishman. That's kind of interesting, right? That's 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 a pretty cold and windy day. If a Northern Irishman uh, says it's it's uh, unhospitable, uh, hospitable. But anyway, uh, and then the PGA Tour played uh, at uh, their Jackson, Mississippi tournament. I got I have to say, Stacy, I've been to Jackson, Mississippi. If Jackson, Mississippi has a PGA Tour event, why doesn't Portland or Seattle have a PGA Tour event? It's kind of it's, I agree. It's not fair. I agree, Rich. I know. I mean, I think they could take Chambers and have a PGA event there instead of having the Sanders. 
they, you know, I mean, give it to Chambers. They've already had a major there. Why not have a PGA event there? The weather's the weather's sports as well deserve it. Yeah, even even if it's on the wraparound, the weather's still good in October. Uh, the, uh, in Portland, Oregon, you know, when I first moved here, Stacy, Mitch Weinstein, our partner, you know, my partner and your good friend, Mitch Weinstein, a fellow neurosurgeon, he said to me, he said to me, Rich, you have little kids, don't you? And I said, yeah, you know, my kids were, I think, you know, like eight and six when I moved here. He goes, you know what day the weather turns crappy in Portland? And I said, no, when? He goes, Halloween night. Wait. And it sure is. <laughs> I love it. It I sure is. It. Every Halloween night, it went from being nice to raining. So uh, yeah. October is still a nice month here. November, not so much. And even if it wasn't nice, you know, if they had a, uh, even if it was at Chambers and they had a tournament that blew a little bit, I think it'd be okay. You know, it'd be really nice for that to have a tournament here. I mean, I could say there's courses. I, I think we don't have the, I think Pumpkin would be the toughest course because Liv was there. But otherwise, I think you'd have to go north. You'd have to maybe go out to like, I gamble Sands is too far out in the middle of nowhere. But I think if you went to Chambers or you went somewhere on the coast, I think you could find a nice course. Even Seattle, there's some nice courses up there. But you're right, Rich. I, you know, I don't know why they did it, Sanderson. What's so special about that company? I, I, I don't know. And it's not, yeah. like, it's not like they get a great field. I mean, yeah, it was a week after the President's Cup. But, you know, Sam Burns played, but he probably only played because he was a defending champion. And Chris, I think Christian... Did he Bezid, make the cut? Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bezidenhoit was in the, was in the field, you know, having played in the president's cup. But, uh, I think that was, that was about it for, for, Sagi, Sagi, he didn't make it. He, he missed the cut. He missed the cut. I put, I put $10 on him and he, and he, and oh, you did? I did. Yeah. He played too much. He needs to take a little break. I mean, he's, he's, he's maybe he's trying he to make the writer cup. He's something. the American Sunjay M. He really is the American Sun JM. He really is. So hopefully he'll take some time off, get his stuff together, and make a run for the Ryder Cup. Yep. Which he, he wasn't one of my guys, so I think I missed him on the list. But we'll see. We'll Maybe see. he'll make we'll a see run. If he's, he may be one of my guys, but we'll see. Uh, okay. Right. So, so you, let's, let's... you want to go to the DP Tour first, then go DP Ladies Tour, then hit the PGA, then make our choices? Well, let me, let me do I'll, – I'll do the PGA Tour. Uh, okay. Uh, even, though, yeah, even, okay though, cool. even though even though you're right that the DP tournament was – a better, a better field and a better tournament. So the Sanderson Farms uh, played in Jackson, Mississippi, was won in a playoff by Mackenzie Hughes. Is Mackenzie Hughes the most Canadian name in the history of uh, no, the the most non-French Canadian Canadian name that that you could yeah. ever imagine? Because of the Mackenzie brothers, right? Do, 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 yeah. do, 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 do. Those are the McKenzie brothers, and his name. I wonder if he was named after the McKenzie brothers because Mackenzie Hughes was born after. You know, Rick Moranis uh, and I can't remember the other guy's name did did uh, take off to the Great White North with Rush. But anyway, Mackenzie Hughes wins for the second time on the PGA Tour. Both wins have been in a playoff. He won the last tournament he won was in a play, like a five or six man playoff, and he beats Sepp Straka, uh, the Austrian Georgian, uh, with a birdie putt on the second playoff hole. And this was a, a close tournament down down the stretch. You had the reemergence of of I think it was I think it was guys who didn't make the President's Cup team who who were pissed that they didn't make the, the President's Cup team because uh, Mackenzie Hughes, who was in President's Cup position all year long but lost it but wasn't selected as captain's pick, uh, he beat Sepp Straka, uh, who's Austrian, not not eligible, but second play. Uh, uh, well, third place was Garrett Higo, who for a long time was in President's Cup 
uh, position and then really slumped all year. And then fourth place was Dean Burmeister, uh, another young, uh, uh, they said on the telecast he was from Zimbabwe, but, but his flag says South Africa, but another young, uh, another young uh, golfer who was close to making the President's Cup team. And then in tied for fifth is another guy who's been on the President's Cup team before, Emiliano Grio, who m- would have been right there. Did you did you hear what happened to Emiliano Grio? He had a triple bogey on, on a par, a par five. five. And what happened I to him? I thought it was ugly. Yeah, what happened to him was he hit, he hit, I think his third ball was in fescue around the green. And Dean Burmeister was walking to his ball, which was also in in you know in the rough. He hit the wrong. He hit Burmeister's ball. No, Burmeister stepped on his ball. Stepped on his ball because it was it was buried, and the rules official wouldn't let Grio, uh, uh, wouldn't let him reposition the ball because nobody saw that it had moved. It clearly moved, but nobody saw it. So he wasn't allowed to reposition his ball. It was very uh, no one saw it, but the guy stepped on it. He stepped on it. But so he huh. had to he had to push it down into the ground. So Grio then hits the ball into the bunker. It plugs. He sculls it over the green, and I think was three for, three from there for an eight on a par uh, five. So it was a par five. But because I was confused because they were like he hit a great drive. He hit a he great was in the drive. middle of the fairway. Yep, and then he got. Bogey. And I was like, whoa, that's yeah, no, I think his second shot was into the fescue and then it got stepped on and then it just became a show. Interesting. It so was, even if Burmeister said he stepped on something, the rules official wouldn't let him move it. Right. Because nobody saw it. That and makes if, no sense. And if he just pars the hole, he's at 16 under par. You never know what, what's going to happen. You never uh, know what's tied, tied with Grio are Nick Hardy, Keegan Bradley, uh, Saturday leader Mark Hubbard, who slumped to a 74 on. Uh, on Sunday, and then uh, top tens for Matthew Neesmith, Grayson Sig, uh, the Belgian Thomas Dietrich, who's I guess trying his hand on the PGA Tour this year, uh, and Taylor oh, Montgomery. Well, Thomas Dietrich went to University of Illinois, so I think he wants to be on the PGA Tour. Yeah, well, but so did Thomas Peters, and he's not on the PGA Tour, so he's never. Yeah, yeah. Like well, he was on the PGA Tour, but he lost his card. Remember, lost his card. Yeah. Um, some other prominent guys, Davis Riley finished tied 19th at 10 under par. Uh, let's see. Sam Burns was, where'd Sam Burns finish? He finished uh, tied 30th at 8 under par. Okay. Uh, and Christian Bazudenhoit uh, uh, also slumped on Sunday with a 73 to finish tied 39 at 7 under par. I think those are the only guys who came from the... Uh, president from the president's cup into this event um looking for the for guys who missed the cut but i don't think there was anybody else i think there were a couple guys like billy horschel who played uh in uh at the at the dunhill but those are the only yeah. guys who missed the cut horschel played the dunhill yeah so mackenzie hughes just missed the president's cup he wins garrett higo and dean burmeister uh, probably a little bit behind Mackenzie Hughes, but they finished third and fourth respectively. And Emiliano Grio, another guy who he was the first Ar- or not the first Argentinian, but he uh, uh, has represented Argentina in the President's Cup. He finishes uh, fifth and probably would have done better if it wasn't for a little bit of bad luck. 
I mean, what a good tournament. I mean, I, it was. I, I'm glad he, uh, Mackenzie Hughes won because man, did he struggle off the tee. Oh my God, he was so. Off, he was off scrambling the all day long, but then you know, and and on 18 in regulation, he had to scramble from from looked like a dead position to make par and make what the playoff. What a great par! What a great, great up par. and down, and then on the first playoff hole, uh, he had to scramble to make a par. Uh, yeah. to to tie the hole, and then because this... it was a poor shot, it was a poor. I mean, he's in the middle of the fairway, one sixty eight, and he hits it into the bunker. Into the bunker, and he makes a great up and down. Yeah, and then and then Man. the third time around, you know, he got a putt that he had seen before. In you know, uh, he was he was just uh, right and and under the underneath the hole, and he had seen that putt before, maybe a little shorter. Uh, one of those putts he had to make to uh, in in on the eighteenth hole, the the first time around in regulation. And he just nailed it. I mean, that's a great that's a great win for him because you know he hadn't won in a while, and this gives. I mean, I think these wraparound when you win in the wraparound, you get uh, an extra almost a year and a half, right? Because right. now he's exempted twenty twenty five. I mean, two for him that's big, and it's he gets really two, yeah, it's really two and a half two years. years. Yeah, it's, Seth Strzok won last year, so he already has that exemption for a while. But Mackenzie Hughes is up against it, right? I mean, he hadn't won in like how many years? Five years? He hadn't won, and he didn't have a particularly good year, so. So this is a big win for him. He gets in the century, he gets in the PGA, he gets in the Masters, he, he gets in the what else, the players. So this is a good, good, good win for him. It really is a good time for Canadian golf. You know, you have to say that 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 uh, Corey Connors, Taylor Pendrith, uh, Adam Hadwin when he's healthy, and Mackenzie Hughes are all pretty darn good players. And Nick Taylor's a good yeah. player too. I mean, I think they might put, if you put all the Canadians up there and just take some of the uh, – some of the some of the South Africans and some of the uh, Korean guys, you might have a really good team of uh, for the president's cup next, uh, next time. That's right. If, if those if guys Greg, continue to play Norm, well, if Greg Norman takes uh, Adam Scott, because Adam Scott made some really cryptic comments, very positive towards the Live Tour. Uh, he said he wants he he said he wanted Cam Smith and Mark Leishman to recruit him with some of the money they have. Well, I mean, well, Adam Scott revered, you know. Australian golf and American golf. I mean, I think Liv will welcome him. I mean, he's better than all the other older dudes they have out there. I mean, he's playing better than all the older dudes they have out there, right? Yeah. No, he still he made the tour championship. How many of those other guys would have made the tour championship? I, mean, I don't think Sergio would have made it. Westwood, any of those, Poulter, none of those guys probably would have made it. Nope. So I think he's probably the guy they want. But, man, he's old. I mean, he's not, he's not I mean, he can still play well, but how much money does he really need? And he doesn't live in the States anymore. He sold his place. He lives in, I, I, I don't know if he lives back home in Australia or they have a place in Switzerland, I think he lives. So I don't think he he would be worried about traveling. I mean, you know, he'll just, he, being a live would be great for him, right? Spend more time with his kids. And stuff. I, so he's I, probably going to go. I, I, I can imagine, though, that Adam Scott makes a shit ton of money uh, from endorsements in Australia, and he'll have to weigh whether he's going to lose those endorsements or not. Well, will he lose them? Did Cam Smith lose any of those Australian ones? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the American yeah. endorsements have been lost, but I don't I don't know what has I, happened I don't overseas. think the rest of the world cares, right? Uh, you know, it's funny. I don't think they do either, although, you know, Australia is such a, such a liberal society. You'd think that they would be more anti-Saudi Arabia than we are, but, you, you know, think, right? I don't know. So, so yeah, why, don't, you why, don't, why, don't you, why don't you recap the DP World Tour? Yeah, so the DP World Tour, what a great – we already talked about this. The DP World Tour, what a great event, right? They, it's the Dunhill, Alfred Dunhill uh, Championship. 
It's played on. It's very unique because it's played on three different courses: Old Course, Carnoustie, and King's Barn. So, you know, I really like this guy. Ryan Fox has had an amazing year on the DP Tour. You know, he won. I think he's won a couple times on the on the DP Tour this year. But and we thought he was going to be one of the guys who could have potentially made the uh, who could possibly have made the um, the uh, President's Cup, but he wasn't selected, which we understand because you know he was. He's not that well known, but he he had he's had a great year. So Ryan Fox wins this, and I guess it's like consolation for Ryan Fox by winning the DP, right? Because the Alfred Dunhill because he didn't make the president stuff. So Ryan Fox shoots four under his final round score for a total of fifteen under uh, for the tournament to uh, edge out Alex Norin, um, who was who finished uh, who who uh, shot three under today and finished at fourteen under. Colin Schintzwin. Uh, was also five under today, but total of 14 under tied for second. Rory played well today. I mean, God, Rory was nowhere to be found earlier. What, what did and he shot 75 of, on Friday? What course was he on that he shot 75? I, I don't, it must have been Carnoustie. It, it must have been Carnoustie where he shot 75 because I think that was the day the weather was really, really bad. So he shot, yeah, he shot six under today, finished tied for fourth at 13 under with Anton Rosner, who was, um, Tied for fourth. He shot three under, 13 under, tied uh, with Rory. And then Terrell Hatton finished tied for seventh uh, with Richard Mantle, who was terrible today. Richard Mantle had a four-stroke lead at the beginning of the tournament today, and he shot plus four to finish at 11 under. And then you had this Nicholas Norgard Moeller, the big hitter. Another uh, what a Dane. big Danish. Another Dane, a big hitting Danish guy. He, he shot uh, one under today for a total of 11, 11 under, tied for seventh. Some of the notables uh, tied for 10th was Billy Horschel. He shot three under today at minus 10. Total for the tournament, Louis Ustazen and Peter Uline. Both shot four under today. They're live guys. Both shot four under and tied for 10th at uh, minus 10. And then some of the other notables I had down, Padraig Carrington was tied 17th along with Rasmus Hogard. And Robert McIntyre, they all tied for, uh, I think, 17th. Tied for 22nd was Matthew Fitzpatrick and Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy. Tied for uh, Tommy. Tied for 28th was Alex Fitzpatrick, the brother of uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. That's a good, that's uh, a Thomas good Peters. That's a good finish, yeah. And tied for 28th was Thomas Peters and Francisco Molinari. Those are all the notables that played in the tournament. But congratulations to Ryan Fox, the South African, who was uh, – just an amazing player. He's been amazing this this uh, this year, and hopefully he can continue the form and play, maybe come to the uh, U.S. and play well on PGA Tour, or and, and then hopefully one day make the uh, President's Cup. He's it, a good player. I really tough. like following him. There, there are a bunch of big guys who didn't even make the cut. Shane Lowry missed the cut. Guido Migliozzi missed the cut. Uh, Taylor Gooch, Danny Willett, all, all missed the cut. Yeah. It was tough out there. It, it was, I mean, it was tough sledding out there, Rich. It really was. I mean, I guess the second Saturday, Friday, Friday was bad. The weather was bad, and a lot of guys shot themselves out of the tournament. But that's the thing about golfing over in Scotland. You never know. One day could be perfect, and one day could be really crappy. You remember uh, Carnoustie? Tiger shot 70-something that second round or whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. But he comes back and shoots well the third and fourth round. So, yeah, it's tough out there. But that was it, man. Congratulations to... Uh, Ryan Fox, I really like that guy. I think he has a great game, and he's going to be well. He's going to make the president stuff next time. Do they head? Do they head to the desert now for the uh, for their you know I'm not for their sure. finals? I think they do. I think they do. Right, the road. Yeah, 
road to Dubai probably starts soon, right? There are not too many more tournaments left. I think this is where they go next. So who's going to play? All the uh, all the live guys going to play in those? I don't know. They have to qualify, though, right? All right, Michelle Goose is involved. He hasn't played enough on the DP Tour to qualify. I right? think so. Billy Horschel will be there. He loves playing there. Yeah, Billy Horschel will be there. Good. I hope he goes there. Rory's the leader, though. I think Rory's leading the, um, Rory's the road leading. to Dubai. Yep. Yeah, Rory's leading. So he's he can do one of those Henrik Stenson years where he wins both. He wins, that's right. He'll do one of those years. Wow. So that's, that was it for the uh, DP Tour. But then uh, there wasn't a Champions Tour, PGA Champions Tour this weekend. They get, had to give the old guys a week off. But the ladies played uh, the LPGA Volunteers of America, the Texas Shootout. It's a good tournament. Played at Old American Golf uh, Club. Charlie Hole. Uh, she's British, right? British. Charlie Hole wins. She, is. she wins. She shot seven under the final round and total score of 18 under. And then Lindsay, a Chinese gal, she shot six under and uh, total score was 17 under. So she finished the second. Lydia Ko has been playing amazing. Lydia Ko was in third place. She shot six under today, uh, finished in third, minus 16. And uh, the Tithika girl, uh, she won last week, but she played great this week. She was tied, uh, finished fourth at 12 under. Uh, Cheyenne Knight, which I really love Cheyenne Knight. She's a good player. She finished. She shot eight under today, about the lowest scores in the, of the tournament, uh, of the round today, and she finished at 11 under. And then you had more. Uh, you had uh, Lizette Salas, tied for seventh. So Ying Ru uh, tied for seventh at 10 under. Celine Boutier tied for ninth at nine under. And then Lexi Thompson finished top 10, minus eight for the tournament. She shot one under today. So that was it. Congratulations to Charlie Hole, who's a really good player. I really like watching her play. She's a good ball player. So that's pretty much it for all the tournaments, Rick. We covered the PGA, the Champions Tour, no tournaments, the DP, and then the Ladies uh, LPGA. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our our review now for uh, who we think is gonna be on the Ryder Cup team. Our way too early predictions. Uh, I will say before we start, I was very happy that your Chargers won today. Uh, they beat, I think, the Texans. Pretty much killed them. Wow. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, your Commanders. Oh, they were terrible. They're awful, oh. Stacy. They they are just uh, they have no. Carson Wentz is just is not good. The offensive line was not good. The defense played pretty well today, but they give up too many long plays. Uh, just ah, Dallas week. I hate I hate losing to Dallas. Yeah, I mean they, they was a bad the backup quarterback. No need to bring Dak back. Backup quarterback. Like, he, did, yeah. he didn't do much, but but uh, you know he wasn't bad. But he just handed off. The guy just run the ball. No, they run the ball the whole time. They didn't, you know, because the, the offense was uh, Washington's offense was so inept. He really just didn't have to do very much. Um, but I'm watching now, you know, uh, Mahomes and Kansas City are beating Brady and Tampa Bay 38-17. 38-17. Wow. So did Tampa not score at the half? Did Tampa not score before the halftime? They was- did. And then and then they did. Kansas okay. City came down, I think, scored two. Or no, no. Wow. Tampa scored. Uh to make Tampa it scored. to make it uh what 28-17. 28-17. 28-17 yeah. at the wow. half. Oh. Tampa's defense supposed to be pretty good. Not tonight, huh? Not, not tonight. Wow. Not tonight. It was a good that, good win for for Oregon. Uh, yeah, good win. I watched a bit of the game. I could only watch. I fell Stanf- asleep. And Stanford, ha- Stanford has had Oregon's Oregon's number many times over the years. So uh, it was good for yeah. Oregon to win. And my Maryland Terrapin, Stacey, are 4-1. and one. They beat Michigan State. Uh, 
you know, their best win of the year so far. Michigan State was ranked number nine a couple weeks ago. They've lost a couple games, but but uh, uh, that's a good home win good for win, Maryland. Huh? Good home win for Maryland. And um, the one more win, they play a, a good Purdue team next week. If they can beat Purdue, I think they'll they'll make it into the top twenty-five for the first time in forever. How many years? Oh wow. gosh, forever. I think one year there was a year that they won that they won like three or four games at the beginning of the year, including beating Texas uh, in an upset. And they beat somebody else who was supposed to be good. And they made it into the top 25 and then promptly lost like five games in a row by about 40 points each in the big 10. But uh, They're a little better this year. I don't think you know, they might lose by 40 points to Ohio state, but I don't think they're going to lose by 40 points to uh, Penn state. And they, they held their own with Michigan at the big house. So, and then they beat Michigan state. Uh, and I think they still have Wisconsin, but Wisconsin just fired their coach today. Uh, they, they fired uh, Paul Christ. Uh, wow. Yeah. So. I mean, Wisconsin, where they 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 have what are they one and two or one and three or something? They're not. They haven't been very good. I don't know what their record is, oh. but they where they lost. They came and lost. To, they lost at home to Washington State, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then they've gotten boat raced by Ohio State, and they must have lost yesterday all right well let's talk about the Ryder cup so it's the, the pga tour season started uh well it actually started at the at the fortnet a couple of weeks ago but it but the president's cup is over so now we can focus on the Ryder cup and uh the the uh i'll just go over the standings uh and it's interesting uh the european standings have changed an awful lot since the last time we did them um, they must have kind of turned over numbers from 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 the years, because, for instance, Bernd Wiesberger has been number four on European points forever. And although the live players are still listed in this, he's nowhere to be found. Um, but for the U.S., as you'd expect, Scotty Scheffler's number one, followed by Will Zalatoris. And remember, the Ryder Cup weighs the majors far greater than than the other tournaments do uh, than the President's Cup does. Uh, so it's Scheffler, Zalatoris, Justin Thomas. Cameron Young, and then Dustin Johnson. Again, the live players are still on the official Ryder Cup standings. Uh, and Colin Morikawa, those would be the six who would make it on points. Then the next six are Kevin Kisner, Keegan Bradley, Xander Schauffele, and Patrick Cantlay, uh, Harold Varner, and Brian Harmon. And then your next six are uh, Christian Kirk, Denny McCarthy, Taylor Gooch, Max Homa, Brendan Steele, Jordan Spieth in 18th, and then uh, Tom Hoagie, Gary Woodland, Kevin Na, Joel Dahman, Sam Burns, way down there. That's surprising to me. Uh, Cameron Champ, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Jason Kokrak, and Davis Riley. On the European side, you, you can try, take a guess who's right now number one in the European standings. You won't. Don Juan. Nope. He's been number one forever. Nope. Tommy Sweet. Nope. Matthew Fitzpatrick. Nope. Uh, Rory McIlroy. No. Nope. No, he's not. Victor Perez. No, no it's it's Shane Lowry, because Shane he won Lowry. that. He won uh, the the what the BMW Masters. Uh, oh. Shane Shane Lowry is number one, followed by Rory, followed by Guido Migliozzi and Robert McIntyre. Recent all recent winners on tour, and then uh, factoring in world points, you get Danny Willett. Uh, John Rahm, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and those uh, are actually through John Rahm, the European team will do six and six now like the Americans do. They're not going to have 
eight captain's picks or nine captain's picks, or excuse me, eight, eight or nine on points. Uh, so then the next six are Matthew Fitzpatrick, Rasmus Hoygaard, Victor Perez, Thomas Dietrich, Victor Hovland, and Søren Kjeldsen. And then uh, outside looking in are Thomas Peters, eight, uh, Adrian Adegoy, uh Francisco Molinari, Jordan Smith, uh, Matthew Pavon, uh, and Rafi Cabrera-Beo. And the interesting thing is Ty Hatton is way down the list, and Tommy Fleetwood, not even anywhere, and, and Bern Biesberger, not even anywhere to be seen. It's going to change. Oh, of course it's going to change. Definitely going to change. But, but anyway, all right. So let's, uh, let's do it this way, Stacy. Okay. Did, you, did you rank your players 1, one to 12? I chose, no, I, uh, you just picked 12. I picked, yeah, I kind of ranked them. Yeah. Okay. So, so why don't you give your first on the American side and then I'll give, I'll give my first on the European side and then we'll, and then I'll do the Americans in the second round. You do the Europeans. Okay. Okay. So who's your my number first one? one? Yeah. Who's your number my one? My num- on first one is Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Okay. He was, he was my number two. Uh, yeah. I'll do, I'll, well, let's just do the, let's just do the Americans. My number one is Scotty Scheffler. Okay. So we have, we have Scheffler and Thomas both, you know, one and two. Okay. Yeah, who, who, I have, you want my number two? Uh, yeah. Who's your number two? Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Okay. I, I guess I kind of assumed. Yeah. Number three. Go ahead. Patrick Cantlay. So uh, I have number three, Colin Marikawa. I, I, I think Colin Marikawa is going to have a big year. Okay. And, and my number four is Xander Schauffele, who I think has, my, yeah. I, I think might win a major this year. I think you're right. My number four is Xander Schauffele as well. Okay. So uh, my number five, no surprise, would be Patrick Cantlay. My number five, Colin Marikawa. Okay. So we have the first five. We're all in agreement. So the sixth guy would be the last guy to be in on points. And to me, it was, it was between two guys, but one of them's injured right now. So I picked Cameron Young. I picked Tony C now. Oh, that's a good he's, pick. He's low. He's low, but I think he'll make it. He's 35th right now, right? He's, he's, yeah, he's nowhere, nowhere on the top 30. And those shitty tournaments he won, that's why. He's got to win bigger tournaments. But yeah, I picked him as number six. Um, let's see. So, uh, I have seventh, uh, Will Zalatoris, who I think should come back from his injury and make the team. Yes. Number seven for me is Will Zalatoris. Okay. Uh, number eighth, I have Jordan Spieth. Number eight, I have Cameron Young. Okay. And then let's see, you do number nine. Number nine, I have Matt Coma. Uh, me too. I have Max Homa number nine as well. I, I love me some Max Homa. He was great at the President's so Cup. I. And I he played him. well. I, I was a little disappointed that like Billy Horschel didn't play better. But Max Homa played great. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I mean, his first time, Billy Horschel, I thought he'd be, uh, he'd be geeked out. I mean, maybe he should wear a hat next time. Maybe that'll help him out I a know. More. He has good hair, though. Yeah, I think he was just trying to show off the hair there. Good hair. Yeah. Good hair for Billy Horschel. A good lot of hair. those golfers, a lot of those golfers have... have have the the bald spot, the tiger bald spot. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that's what Billy Horschel is worried about. Yeah. 
you know, how much like money would Tiger, if 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 I were Tiger, I would have I would have been do I would have been like you know doing Rogaine commercials and doing a before and after. How much money could Tiger have made if he did Rogaine and got his got that bald spot back? I know, man. He should have done it. Yeah, he would have made so much. I mean, the Rogaine sales have been out the window through the you know through the okay. window. What the heck? All right, uh, let's see. My number ten, I picked Sam Burns. Uh, didn't make a lot of points at the Presidents Cup, but actually played pretty darn well. My number 10 is Sam Burns as well. Wow, okay. Here's where it gets interesting now. All right, number... My, my number 11? Yeah. yeah. You want to, my number 11, I pick Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley, that's a good pick. He's been playing better. And he loves the Ryder Cup. And he loves the Ryder he Cup. Is a, he is a star-spangled kid, Keegan Bradley. He really is. I picked uh, Thagala. I, I just think he's he's going to win tournaments this year, uh, and playing enough tournaments to gather enough points to to make the team. So so Sagith Tagala, he's been so close, always in contention, makes a lot of birdies. My number twelve, I'm going to go with Billy Horschel. I just changed my pick. I had Kevin Kisner, but I'm going with Billy Horschel for this one. So I changed my pick too, mostly because I forgot about Tony Finau because he wasn't anywhere on the, on the list, and Tony Finau is going to make the team. I had I had Davis Riley, who if if Thagala doesn't make, I think one of Thagala and Davis Riley is going to make the team. I love David Davis Riley has an Adam Scott swing. He has a Louis Oosthuizen yeah. swing. I love his his swing. Well, I tell you what, Rich, I you know I didn't pick Jordan Spieth, but you know I I know he'll end up making it. He'll be a captain something if he plays well but he's got to win right he's got to play well he's in the gotta win. he's got to win the other, i don't know the he's other guy I, I didn't pick you know my favorite golfer daniel berger just because he hasn't played and i don't know i, I don't know if he's going to live i don't know if he's you know what his health issues are i just don't know i mean would that be a good get to live to get daniel berger i don't know if it is right i, I mean just, people are going to go to live to see daniel berger um, I, I I don't think so, but I mean I I actually really well I wouldn't like Daniel Berger if he went to live, but he's one of my favorites. Um, he's been awfully quiet. We haven't heard anything from him or any. Haven't heard anything from him. Huh? No, I I, I looked I looked to see because I wanted to pick Daniel Berger if it's if there was something that said he's about to come back or something like that, but uh, I didn't see anything about Daniel Berger online when you know what his injury is and when he's going to come back. So. I could I couldn't pick I mean you think he'd be ready. You think he'd be ready by the you think he'd play some of these wraparounds if he's healthy, right? You'd think so as well. Uh yeah, you think to he'd get play his, some wraparounds. Just to get it, you know, some some FedEx cup points and but maybe yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't that's know. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well let's let's go to the European side and that's a little bit more challenging because so many yeah. guys have gone to live and uh I think both of us will probably pick Teams. Did you have anybody else who you have Kisner on the on just on the outside? You have Spieth just on the outside. Did did you have anybody else? Brian Har I have Brian Harmon just on Brian the outside. Har Brian Harmon is another guy who would be nice to see him make one of these teams. He would be really good would. I have him on the outside. I mean, he's twelfth right now, though, right? His ranking's twelfth, I think. He is. So yeah, if he plays well at the majors, if he wins a couple turn one tournament and plays well at the majors, I think he'll have a chance. Right? He, has a, he has a chance. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I like the, that guy. I hope he makes it. On the European side. Uh, until recently, if you had asked me number one, I would have said John Rahm, but now I say Rory. Rory is playing better than John Rahm, and I put yeah. Rory number one. 
I had John Rom number one. I know Rory's playing good, but Rom, I think he's going to have a stellar year unless he goes to this. But I, I think I, he's going to. I assume year. you have Rory number two because I have Rom number two. I, ha- I have Rory number two. Yeah. Okay. So we, we for both of us, we both had Scheffler and, and JT one and two. And we both have Rom and Rory one and two. Uh, number That's- three. You know, he's been a little disappointing lately, uh, but I, I still think Victor Hovland is a major talent, and I I had him as the as a you know the third and and a sure thing to make the team. Yeah, you know, I had Tommy Fleetwood as number three. I just think he's he's coming back. He's had a lot of personal things go on, but I think that he's going to turn his game around. So I have Tommy Fleetwood, my number three. Okay, uh, who do you have as number four? My number four, I have Hatton as my number four. Gotcha. So Ty Hatton, that would be his third, third or fourth straight team. He's been on a, he's been, he and Fleetwood have yep. been on a bunch of them now. I know they were both in France. Uh, I don't think, I don't think Ty Hatton was in Minnesota and I don't think Fleetwood was either. So I think that would be their uh, third straight team. I have Matthew Fitzpatrick. That would be his third team in Italy. He uh, didn't get any points in Minnesota or Wisconsin. But his game is much better, his driving distance much better than it was then, and his overall game, you know, he's now a major winner. I have Matthew Fitzpatrick as number four. My number five player, I have Matthew Fitzpatrick, number five. Uh, and I have Shane Lowry, number five, currently number one on the points list. Uh, yep. And that would be his second? Was, yeah, his second, because he, he was a rookie at, uh, at Whistling Straits but played very well and loved the competition. Uh, uh, and he's also Rory's, you know, Rory's good mate. So I have, yes. I have Shane Lowry as number five. Number six, I have Victor Hovland. Okay. So uh, I obviously already had Victor Hovland. Number six, I have Robert McIntyre. I love the way that McIntyre's game is trending. Um, and uh, he won a couple weeks ago. And uh, so I picked uh, Robert McIntyre, who just uh, was on the cusp of making the team last year, and I think he'll make the team this year. I like it. Number seven, who do you have, Rick? I have Rasmus Hoygaard. I wish I had Nicholas Hoygaard on the team, too, but Nicholas hasn't been playing as well lately. It'd be nice to have the the twins on the team. But uh, Rasmus continues to play very well, played well this week. Uh, He's a long hitter. Uh, good short game, up-and-coming player. Uh, so I have Erasmus Hoygaard as number seven. I have Robert McIntyre as number seven. Okay. So we're of the same mindset there. Who do you have as number eight? Uh, Shane Lowry is number eight. Shane Lowry, I've already said. And I have uh, Guido Migliosi. I think even if he doesn't make the team on on points, just since it's in Italy, he'll be the top-ranked Italian player. Uh, and there, there's no way they're not going to have an Italian player on the team, and that means it's either going to be a Molinari or Guido Migliosi, and and you know Francisco Molinari is just not in form, and Guido Migliosi is. So I pick Guido Migliosi. Yep. I like it. Number nine, I have Rasmus Hogard. Okay. Um, then I have uh, Victor Perez as my next one. Uh, Victor Perez, wow. the the Frenchman who went to University of was it New Mexico or New Mexico State? He went to one of those one of those colleges and uh, uh, has almost made the last Ryder Cup team. In fact, he was bypassed uh, uh, for one of the captain's picks, and he's been playing pretty consistently. 
And I think Victor Perez will probably make it on points. Wow, that's a good one. That's good. I had, we're at, I, for number 10, I had Victor Perez, number 10. Gotcha. Uh, my number 10, so this is a little bit off the board. This is a name, a guy who has, who has game, who's played great in the Ryder Cup, but a while ago. And I, I just keep waiting for him to become, you know, to kind of live up to his talent. And he's been playing better lately. Thomas Peters. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's a he's a good golfer. He should not be, he should not be, you know, a journeyman. He's got too much talent yeah. to be a journeyman. Yeah, that's my. I, I like that. I like that number ten. I think that's a fantastic pick. Uh, I had Thomas Dietry as number eleven. You know, he's going to play a lot on the PGA Tour. I think he's going to have the chance to really get some big wins and just play well. He played well this week. But I think he's going to be a good. He's going to be a staple on the PGA Tour. He's going to, he's going to win a couple times, but he's going to make the team. I think Thomas so Dietrich. Thomas Dietrich is the new Alex Noren. You know, a guy who comes yeah. to the PGA Tour not you know as a as a wonderkin, not in his early twenties, but a little later on once his game is developed and plays well. Uh, yeah, good pick. Yep. Good pick. Um, I have uh, Terrell Hatton as number eleven. Uh, I. You know he's well down on the list right now, but I think Terrell Hatton will play his way on. You know, play his way onto the uh, onto the list. Yep, I think you're absolutely right about Terrell Hatton. That's why I had him really high. I had Tommy Fleetwood and Terrell Hatton. They're staples. They have to be on this team because otherwise, if they're not on this team, I don't think this team has a chance. But the last person is Guido Migliosi. He's my twelfth. So he's my twelfth. Interestingly, I don't have Tommy Fleetwood on the team. Uh, I have Thomas Dietrich as my twelve, and I have Fleetwood just off he just hasn't played well uh and he, he took a lot he took six months off took, remember his mom took, passed took a, took a lot yeah. of time off and i hope he does because i really like tommy fleetwood but uh, you know what i didn't like i didn't like his body language at the last Ryder cup he didn't look engaged uh and you know yeah i mean if your mom's dying you know of cancer you're probably not going to play well but yeah i i i you know, I'll hedge my bet. I hope Tommy Fleetwood's on the team, but I have to see something from him. And that leaves... I think he's going to make it. And that leaves somebody off, and we talked about this earlier before we came on, is Sepp Straka. Sepp Straka is not eligible because he's not a member of the European Tour. He got his second tour win today. He played very well in the Olympics. I think if if he had European Tour membership and played a couple times in Europe, you know, for me, he'd be above Dietrich. He'd be above Peters. You know, he'd kind of be at that level of Migliosi. Uh, yeah. But unless he joins the European Tour, I don't think he's allowed to play on the Ryder Cup team. I don't think he's going to join, and I don't think he's – you're right. I mean, I think he just wants to be an American, play here. I think he loves golf in America. He probably doesn't want to go travel over in Europe. The, the other guy who who I would have on the list, you know, maybe not to make the team but close, who I think is in the same boat is Seamus Power. Played great last yeah. year, but he's not on the list. Yeah. I don't think he has European Tour membership. Well, the only guys I had uh, odd men out that I thought may have a chance alternates were Justin Rose and Danny Willett. Those guys are the odd men that I have out. But if they play well, Justin Rose, I don't know what's happening. He's lost his game. But you think Rosie would be one of the guys who might go to the PG, go to live, right? Uh, he's been very anti. He's come out anti-live. It's interesting because he's such good friends with Stinson and all those guys, you know? Yeah, he's come out. He's come out anti-live. So we'll see. Yeah, very interesting. So I mean, I think those are really good picks. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, Rich, when we hold on to these lists, these folks when I start this file and hold on to these picks and see who makes the team at the end. 
I think we're going to be at least 60%, 70% right with most of our picks, maybe even 80% right. I think we'll be about 80% right, but I'm going to hold on to this, and we'll we'll see how well we did when yeah. uh, when the Ryder Cup comes up. I, by the way, I spoke to our to our uh, our Italian friend, Lucho Deshekis, today, and I told him that he needs to come down to Rome. He doesn't want to watch golf, but he can party with us in Rome. Yeah, he can come party with us. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to watch me golf, huh? Oh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he knows what golf is. Do you know? Do you know that Italy, their their election, their national election, was just won by a fascist? Seriously? Fascist? Yeah. He said. Oh, he wow. said that the that the that the you know the traditional kind of you know center left party, the one that was analogous to our Democratic Party, is so corrupt that people were just fed up with them. But the fascist one in Italy. Wow. Scary. Well, it's very scary. Yeah, I don't know. There. Yeah, I don't know. What these people are thinking. But once you get these folks in place, in uh, in in place, it's hard to get them out, right? Yep. It becomes infectious. That's the thing. Did you see what Trump said about Mitch McConnell's wife? Oh God. Yeah, racist comments about his a- oh about my Mitch God. McConnell's Asian Asian wife who was in his freaking cabinet. I, he called her Coco Chow. Man, that's oh the most God. racist thing ever. Like that is amazing. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Person. Terrible. All right. Well, well, Rich, that I'm, was great. I'm, that was really good. We will, I'm excited we, we, about the Ryder Cup. There, there's, uh, I think, I think the, um, I think they play in Vegas next week. Is that right? I think so. I think the Vegas just tournament next week. It's a good tournament. All right. That's well, a really good tournament. Well, Kevin Na. Oh no, that's right. Ke- he can't play. Kevin Na can't <laughs> play. All right. Well, I'm gonna take you out with a little with a little Ben Folds apropos to my life right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> This is called Song for the Dumped. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week, everyone.